So, John, please tell me, because I'm dying to hear, where is the most embarrassing place you've ever had to pee? Uh, well, there was one time many years ago, after a night of drinking, I caught the last train back from Manchester to Leeds, mm-hmm. which is about about an hour. Ish, yeah, yeah, give or take. Got on the train, already dying for the toilet, but I just caught the train at the last minute, and it was the last mm-hmm. one of the night, so I didn't really have a choice. Only to discover that all of the toilets were broken. Lovely, and closed. Lovely. Yeah. So I had to kind of try and stick it out, and you know, it, it took longer and longer. You know, the, tr- the train kept going. And did you go in the doorway? I did not go in the doorway. No. Baggage rack. Baggage rack. No, 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 no. So I didn't do that. No, but I, it was things were getting pretty dire because I couldn't even stop it. I couldn't get out at any of the other stops because it was the last one of the night, so I mm-hmm. would have been stranded. So I think I made it about twenty minutes to half an hour, and I was it, it was real like panic stations mm-hmm. and. It was kind of an empty carriage. There weren't a lot of people sitting near me. And there was no one sitting directly in my line of view. So did you think, maybe I could just get away with this? Well, there was nobody sitting near me, but somebody who had got off at a previous stop had left an empty bottle of Lucasade. I thought, the... I thought I thought you were going to say somebody who had already got off and left had also peed themselves. I mean, so I thought, well, if I'm just adding to it, like it's, yeah. it's no trouble. Well, exactly. If, if, you know, if it becomes like a communal thing, sure. Sadly <laughs> not. No, but they had left a bottle of Lucasade on the table across from me so mm-hmm. uh, at a certain point I took a good look around me made sure there were no inspectors coming and mm-hmm. um, did what had to be done yeah. there may have been a slight overflow situation <laughs> I was gonna ask <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah not my proudest moment oh wow oh dear crikey <laughs> I do hope I did you put it in the bin away. I was gonna say I, I don't remember I hope I remember to throw it away at the end yeah Back just hopefully nobody went oh free bottle of Lucas yeah, or, or, or some poor homeless person like, oh someone's thrown away you know reason through the bin later oh a free full bottle of Lucas because like, mm. the colour's not dissimilar mm. Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any. I'm Harry and joining me as always is John. Hello. And today it's Girls Trip. Yes, one of your choices. Mm-hmm. So tell us why. Thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Hadn't hadn't seen it before and heard good things. Mm-hmm. So this is the movie from, I think, two years ago mm. that uh, it's a, was a big comedy hit, particularly in America, that is probably most notable for launching the career of Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. I also hadn't seen this film, but I'd obviously become aware of her being very much a, a very likable person in pop culture. She did, mm-hmm. she gives fabulous interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't seen it either. So, no. um, yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this, uh, it's got a lot to say. This movie was great fun. Mm. Like, I'm not normally the biggest fan of gross... Would you call this gross out? I mean, it's not really gross out. It's only it has got, its moments. It's only got one or two moments, yeah, yeah but it, that's, not, that's not how it how it defines itself, yeah. I don't think. No, but I think this kind of, like, very broad comedy doesn't mm-hmm. often really do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I prefer things a little bit, like, subtle or a bit cleverer, but I don't know, something about this. I think it's just the fact that the cast were all having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It, this is really elevated by the cast. Like, mm-hmm. not just Tiffany Haddish, the whole... It's So the main four, it's Tiffany Haddish, Queen Latifah... Regina Hall and Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. and they all just just seem like they're just perfectly cast. Mm. They seem like they really. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're just good actors. They seem like they've really got along. It's just the energy is so high throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
yeah, I debate it's half it. It is at least half an hour too long. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, this comes back to... The, it starts to, slow and it ends slow. Yeah, the middle portion, great, but mm. it definitely slows down in the last half hour. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Comedies shouldn't be over two hours. It's very mm. rare that a comedy can sustain two hours plus. Yeah. This would have been a great, like, 75 to 90 minute movie. Yeah. And it's still great, but yeah, there's definitely stuff they could have taken away from it. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, I had a lot of fun and I am... Very much looking forward to this plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see what I can do. Dina, can we just bring it down a notch? Oh, can we get some dick this weekend? You know what? I need you to use your lady mouth. I need you to use your lady mouth. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's just use Lisa's version of lady mouth. No, seriously, for real, though. How long has it been since you got that back blown out? I don't know. Two years, maybe? Wait. Since Terrence? I don't know. I mean, I take a vigorous spin class, I read really intense erotica, and I invested in a very powerful detachable shower head, which has been very good to me, mind you. (laughs) Okay, that story just put me in the menopause. You getting some this weekend? Straight up, you gonna get at least two dicks inside of you. For crying out loud, Dina, we only gonna be there for three days. Well, three dicks then. Okay, so there's, uh, like you said, there's four different characters. There's Regina Hall, who is uh, married to Mike Coulter. A.K.A. Luke Cage, yeah. Yes. Her character's called Ryan. Ryan, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and they are a celebrity couple. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what, why they're celebrities, but they are. He's a, they did mention he's a retired football player. Oh, Some yeah, kind of sports yeah, person. Yeah. And she's like this lifestyle guru kind of author, like kind of a low-rent Oprah kind of thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, she's written this book called You Can Have It All, about women mm-hmm. having it all. Yeah. And so she's got this image to maintain, which is kind of a big factor in her plotline, but we'll get to yeah. that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the two of them together, they're helping maintain that image, because I guess that's their main source of income these days, mm-hmm. um, of just being this amazing-looking couple that's completely in love, and, and they're very happy, and everybody loves them, and, you know, everything's perfect. Yeah. Which, of course, later we find out is not perfect, mm-hmm. but we'll, well, I'll, I'll get into that. Then we also have Jada Pinkett Smith, who is a mother. What uh, else is going on she's with her? A, Well, she's a divorced mother of two. Okay. And she's not slept with anyone since her husband left her several years earlier. Right, sure. And so she's very sexually frustrated. Or more, mm-hmm. Most of the other characters are sexually frustrated on her behalf, I'd say. Yes, they really are. They put a lot of pressure on her, but yeah, yeah clearly like she, she's going through a bit of a dry spell. She's kind of, she's very... The thing is that all these four characters went to college together, mm. uh, and so sh- they were all quite wild together. Does that imply they're all the same age? I, well, I was going to get to that, yeah. <laughs> the ages, there's, I have a lot like, of questions about age. Tiffany Haddish is like a generation below Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, they could literally Absolutely. be mother and daughter. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I think we're supposed to believe in the world of this film that they are all roughly the same age. That wow. They went to college together, yeah. I know, that's a big stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really is. Well, also, I mean, not to be... Not to be cruel, but there's a lot of stuff about this in this film about like children and like I'm gonna get pregnant tonight and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or characters wanting to be pregnant, characters thinking they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Three out of four of these women are almost fifty. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> it's not high risk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old they're supposed to be in the film, but like yeah. Jodie Pinkett Smith is surely older than fifty. Is she not? She, Queen Latifah, and Regina Hall are all about forty nine to fifty one range. Okay, so. cool. And then Tiffany Haddish is like thirty eight. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really, I thought she was a bit younger than that. Yeah, same. I was surprised too. I thought she was like mid-twenties. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's late thirties, but uh, oh, well, yeah. Well done. I guess they're all playing significantly <laughs> significantly younger than they are mm. supposed to be. I mean, there's some some of the flashback scenes at, the, at this opening. Mm. Like, there's the, We open with the flashback <laughs> of them all as actual college students. And yeah. It is just hysterical. 
<laughs> like again, Tiffany Haddish can p- kind of pull it off. The yeah. other, the other three. <clears throat> I mean, no. we open with some very strong wig work, but even that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But whatever, just go with it. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, Jude. One Jude. thing that I also enjoyed about this film throughout. Uh, they never try and avoid having Jada Pinkett Smith stand next to Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. There's a big height difference right there's, there. There's a very big height difference, yeah. Like Jada's there wearing six-inch heels and she's yeah. still like a foot or two shorter. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's, that's Jada. Uh, let's see, Queen Latifah, what's she up to? She is a... She's a reporter, blogger, or yeah, she's like a Perez Hilton type. So she's gone. She's been like this very uh, successful, very smart journalist. It's apparently in college she studied journalism, mm. graduated with top honors. Everyone thought she was going to be like this mm-hmm. great, great journalist, and now she's working. Has she has her own blog called Sasha's Secrets, where it's just That's like it, yeah. it is like TMZ or Perez Hilton, but it's just like really low rent celebrity gossip. Mm. Like uh, yeah, they do a thing with oh Kevin Hart's balls of Sean Companies in di- wearing adult diapers or some stupid mm, joke. So yeah, yeah, the idea is that she's doing this. Really Did you notice stuff. that they gave him special thanks in the credits? Did they? Yeah, <laughs> thank you for putting up with this. You yeah. know, like special thanks to the state of Georgia and to Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of stuff in the credits. Like so many people were credited in this movie because they used stock concert footage of them at some point. Was that what it was? Yeah, because like I looked through, like I did. Well, firstly, I don't recognize. Oh no, I did not recognize any of the people in this, apart from people who were specifically pointed out, like, oh, it's P. Diddy! Sure, sure, and sure. And like, yeah. okay, I got that. Yeah, it's but not like, your world, that's fine. Maria Carey was not in this. <laughs> did you just pronounce her Maria Carey? I did, yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was very 50-50 on it, I didn't know. It's Maria Carey. She's I, at the very end. Yeah. She doesn't speak, she just, again, there's footage of her singing a song. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maria uh, Carey, oh God. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> yes, you were. You knew what you were doing. I knew, whatever. There was Sasha, a journalism major with intelligence to shine on the country's most respected publications. Then she ended up doing a um, different kind of journalism. It may not be Pulitzer Prize winning, but she's making it happen. She's gonna be fine. I don't even know why. You know. Okay, so that's what Colleen is. And then uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, we first meet, I think we first meet her, when she is getting fired from her job in an office. Mm-hmm. I don't think it says what it is or what, or what matters. But... Her job is never defined, and I had questions. Yeah, but, um, actually, the... <laughs> I would love to know how the job interviews went. Yeah, and what was she doing, and how well is she paid? Because there's a point quite early in the film where she buys a round of shots for an entire plane. Oh yeah, and I was like, although it does later on, too fair well, later on, uh, she's that... stolen Ryan's credit card, doesn't she? So oh, yeah, I've maxed out your card, you bitch, or something. Okay, yeah, there is so... that. Fair enough. But also, is alcohol on planes not included? Don't know. She seemed pretty happy. To, maybe that's why she said it. I don't know. She mm. seemed pretty happy to be. Buying. I mean, also it's a first class flight. Yeah, you'd think they get them anyway. But I, I don't know. I've, I've never been privileged enough to fly first class, and mm. it's certainly not free when you fly regular. Okay. No, it's charge you a fortune. I don't know. I, I don't fly. You don't fly now. Yeah. When no. you get first class trains, it's free. Really? Well, yeah. Good for you. I should get first class more often, but no. Yeah. Get a lot of free wine. Mm. Beer's never that good. The wine's alright. Okay. Makes me feel posh. Wow. Um, I, think I should think riding first class would be enough to make you feel posh, surely. Yeah, but sometimes it's just like, you know, you get a little bit more leg room and stuff and you don't feel that posh. But then when, you, when, you're, when you're there sipping wine, like, oh, I'm fancy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> what a lovely image I've got of you now. Just stretching your legs out, man-spreading, <laughs> sipping wine. Like, oh, I'm so fancy. <laughs> That's you next week. But yeah, so actually there, was, there is a scene before that with Tiffany Haddish, which is obviously the intro scene when we're getting introduced to the characters and mm. their friendship. And her one is um, the girls accompany her at the sexual health clinic 
And then she comes running out going, it's chlamydia, y'all, it's curable. <laughs> so that kind of sets up what her character's all about. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I, really, I really missed this. Oh. I was kind of phased out at the start of this film. That's a bad point to phase out. Like, that's yeah, set I know. Up. I know. Hmm. But also, like I said before, it was a bit slow at the start. Oh yeah, it builds. It definitely builds. Yeah. yeah, it really gets going in the middle. Yes. Yeah, so we see her getting fired from her job mm-hmm. for reasons that, uh, I was going to say reasons unknown, but not at all. The reasons are entirely like she, known. She attacks someone. She, yeah, she, she beat up a co-worker, mm-hmm. um, seems to deny the fact that she's done anything wrong, mm-hmm. and also completely misunderstands the fact that she has been fired. I took it more to the fact that she just wouldn't accept that she was being fired. I was kind yeah. of thinking that yeah. too. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so she gets fired, leaves yeah. her job, and... Walks out while whacking a guy with a keyboard or something. Yeah, saying like snitches get stitches. You know? Yeah, she seems volatile. That's her character. She's you know she's yes. She's she goes from zero to sixty pretty easily. Yeah, yeah but as we said in a previous episode uh, with uh, Guy Pearce and Priscilla, she's somebody you want in your friend group for fun times. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, she, she's a necessary part of their chemistry. Very yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but notice how she does not have a best friend. No. No, probably not. I think her best friend's probably Jada. She gets paired with Jada. She gets paired with Jada. I guess because the other two have... Uh, Queen Latifah and mm. Regina Hall have a have the main like plot, I guess. So mm. the, the other two are kind of... Yeah. So maybe yeah. Like, by default. But, yeah, yeah, I guess. There was Dina. She was a risk taker. It's chlamydia, y'all. That shit you can cure. But that's our girl. Yeah, and so they all decide to go to this festival, which is happening in New Orleans. The Essence Festival, yes. Essence Festival. Well, actually, sorry. What's her face... Uh, Regina Hall. Hall. Uh, she has been invited to be the keynote speaker yes. at an event at this festival. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, she's invited, and I guess with a couple of friends or whatever. Well, um, she decides to reunite the Flossy Posse because they've not... In the intro, we learned that they were best friends at college, mm-hmm. and they supported each other for all these kind of ups and downs of life. But as they've entered like, this middle-aged kind of period, they've kind of... Life's drifted them all apart from each other, mm-hmm. and they've not actually hung out together for five years. Yeah. So she's like, right, I've got a holiday to New Orleans... It's a party, it's a concert, it's time to reunite the Flossy Posse, which mm-hmm. is what she calls, what they call their friendship circle. Yeah. And so they all reunite and fly out to New Orleans. Yeah, and have, I think, three nights out there. I mean, I lost track of all time in this film, in terms of how long it was supposed to take. Like, yeah. <laughs> three nights seems about right, but yeah. And, I mean, there's not really much for plot from here. The main part of the film is just hilarity ensues. Just one comic set piece after another. Yeah, I mean... Plot-wise, it's more, they're out there, they very quickly, Queen Latifah is uh, sent a photo of uh, Regina Hall's husband kissing somebody else. Yes. From, from a paparazzi who say, mm-hmm. like, would you like to report on this? Mm-hmm. And so she goes and, well, they all, all three of them talk to her about it and mm-hmm. uh, turns out that she knows that he cheated on her mm-hmm. this one time and they're having counselling and they're trying to work it out mm-hmm. and they're, they're going strong and they're working together to get through it. Well, so she says. Well, yes, and I think so she believes. Probably, yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, she seems like she's really just trying to keep it together to keep the, the public image. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do see her a couple of times in the bathroom looking at herself in the mirror, telling herself how amazing she is. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's putting a lot of pressure on herself. Absolutely, yeah. Which we see is very unhealthy. Yes. Yeah, and so none of her friends are really okay with that, mm-hmm. that, you know, her, her husband cheated on her and that she's just trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... What happens? Well, basically, the entire rest of the film is just them all. They're just hammered for the entire rest of the film. Yeah, I, I was trying to just do actually the actual plot before just getting into each little bit. Sure. Oh, okay, sure. The actual plot of just that. That's the only plot line, really, isn't it? Yeah, sure. So I guess what happens is 
she, yeah, well, they, they meet the husband. The husband's mm. out there too for this, because they're supposed to be doing a speech together, aren't they? Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. So he's there too, and they keep running into him, and it turns out that the woman he's having an affair with, Simone, mm. Simone with the big butts, um, <laughs> that's who she is. Yeah. Um, she's also out there, yeah. so that causes a lot of problems, a lot of heartache for Regina Hall. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish basically attacks him at one point, like mm-hmm. with a broken bottle. Like, oh, yeah, and gets them all kicked out of the hotel. Yeah, which one of an early favourite scene of mine when she's just then stood outside the hotel just yelling ridiculous stuff about how no one should stay in the hotel because mm. it's haunted and she was always fucked by a ghost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot in this one I felt like I was just seeing Tiffany Haddish ad lib. I don't know how much of this was in the script or how mm. much was her. It felt very natural, like just mm. her just going off. But who knows? Uh, but yeah, basically the main conflict to the film is that so she's really trying to keep up appearances and be forgiving of her husband and try and work it out. Mm-hmm. Tries to convince herself of all the things he says when he says he's sorry and he's mm-hmm. you know. But meanwhile, Sasha, the Queen Latifah character, she's got this photo that she's under pressure to put out into the public because mm-hmm. she needs the money. Because yeah. we found out she's broke. Then the photo does get leaked. Well, firstly, Queen Latifah says, "Oh, I could leak this, and then like you can get ahead of it. You can plan to get ahead of it. Yeah, and they, they and kind I'll, of and I'll, and I'll leak it when when you're ready. Yes. Yeah. So that happened. But before that happens, they. Uh, strike up a deal with uh, Simone um, where Simone's like okay well if you just you know pay me some payments because by the way I'm pregnant um, oh that's it well yeah, that, that makes things worse when she finds out that she's pregnant yeah it makes things worse but then I guess they, like, so, so, somewhat better but in a, in a, no, well not but they could potentially deal with it yeah yeah when it's like pay me monthly payments for the baby and uh, you know I, I won't speak yeah pretty much mm-hmm. and everybody's like okay yeah great let's do that mm-hmm. and then the photo leaks and uh yeah, Queen Latifah is accused of, of leaking it. Yes. Obviously, obviously she doesn't. Somehow, all four of them break up for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> it just devolves into this very large argument. Yeah, yeah which Tiffany Haddish just keeps walking away from and coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she just makes that entirely about herself. Like, yeah. Because it's not her argument. No, not at all. <laughs> like, zero in- yeah. input, but yeah. This is a very specific issue between Queen Latifah and Regina Hall, but mm. it ends with Tiffany Haddish just giving this very long, fuck you all speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. With y'all raggedy fake asses, both of y'all bitches is fake. Y'all don't even know a real friend when you see one. You know what? You know what? Here, give Lisa back her raggedy ass phone. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up here, because I don't need you calling the police on me. Take your card. Oh, and yes, I'll match that motherfucker out with your low ass balance. Stupid ass. Oh, 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 and I don't need you talking shit or calling me. Here, take your driver's license so you can get on the plane with your nasty ass. Dirty ass, nasty ass husband that fuck Instagram bitches. You gonna mess around and get the clap, bitch. I can't believe you motherfuckers. So I'm gonna fuck me a motherfucking celebrity, stupid ass bitches. I hate y'all. And I love you, but I hate you, bitch. Yeah, and so then she goes upstage and goes on stage and does Regina the, Hall goes on stage, yeah. Yeah, and starts doing a keynote speech with her husband. Mm-hmm. Her husband, I think, says a few things at the start, does he? He oh, introduces, he introduces her. her, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she does this whole speech of how strong her marriage is. She says she yeah, these rumours are out there, but supposed it's to doctored. Keep, but you're supposed to keep on to the, keep on to the script. And yeah. Stuff it's like, like damage limitation, yeah. Obviously, break script. Midway through, um, a classic mid-speech. Yeah, yeah, to which point the people backstage are like, oh, it took me ages to write that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about her poor agent. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she just completely shames him. Mm-hmm. Um, he at one point tries to get up and say something. And one of my favourite bits of the film where she's like, sit your ass down. <laughs> and like everybody in the audience is just like, woo! Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does this whole speech about being 
well, independent and mm-hmm. not having everything and, you know, just loving what you actually have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a it's a much better message. Absolutely. As, yeah. as, as opposed to, you can have everything because yeah. you, nobody, nobody can have everything. Exactly, yeah. Yes. And you'll just be unhappy. Exactly, yeah. It's, instead of putting out this, like, perfect image that no one can really attain, she admits to her flaws, then her friends support her, and it's a happy ending for them all, I guess. Mm-hmm. They reunite, they, they make up, obviously. Yeah. And then they're just best friends forever. And she gets offered the deal to the show that was previously offered to her and her husband for mm-hmm. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And she gets offered that deal instead, just by herself. Yes, which she says she'll only take if Queen Latifah can be her creative partner. Mm. So that's how their friendship is repaired. So, mm. yeah. Which, uh, yeah, works very well. Happily ever after. Yeah. That's so the boring that's, bit out the way. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of that is the most boring. A lot of the actual plot constitutes the most boring part of the film and just takes up yeah. the last half hour. Yeah. The fun stuff is just the hour before that of them just being drunk messes. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I really enjoyed mm. <clears throat> especially thinking about why well, Jade Pinkett Smith is so above this but I love that she's doing it <laughs> <laughs> well I mean like I've seen her in this and I've seen I know she's done films obviously but mostly in the last like five or six years I've seen her in this and I've seen her in Batman mm. and she was pretty campy in Batman mm. so I'm just coming around to the idea that she's just it's good fun <laughs> yeah she seems like she just has fun yeah okay well what was your what was your favourite bit of the Different scenes. Mine was the dance-off. The dance-off was good. Well, let's go through them somewhat chronologically. So after they get kicked out of the hotel, because Tiffany Haddish full-on attacks Mike Coulter mm-hmm. with a broken bottle, mm-hmm. and understandably, they're rejected. So then they have to check into a much cheaper motel, which is basically a, a brothel. Yeah. It's basically where... It's yeah. weird that that's the, the only thing was... Yeah. There was, there was nothing in between that hotel and that, that brothel. Well, it's a, to be fair, it's a festival weekend, and these, they do say all the other hotels are booked up, like, you know. I suppose, but, like, surely there's something better than that. Well, that wouldn't be as funny, though, would it? So True. They end up in this, like, crack den, almost, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then some gross old man kind of comes staggering in looking for his local prostitutes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, we're in a room with, used by $5 hookers or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, $5? I get $3 change. Yeah. <laughs> And they like, you know, they kick him out and then <laughs> well Jada Pinkett Smith sprays him in the eyes, which is really mm-hmm. like and then we get a full frontal nude scene. And he, he basically mm-hmm. just presses himself against the glass, like, mm-hmm. you want this, you want this? And that consistent I did not see that coming at all. No, well that's it, because this what I think what makes this film stand out from a lot of these kind of comedies is that it, it actually goes to the place that a lot of places pull back from. Mm-hmm. Like it actually shows you full old man penis mm. and just their reactions, their reactions in the whole film, the screaming mm-hmm. just Cracked me the fuck up. Like, <laughs> no, like Tiffany Haddish just cackling in the background. That's it. You've, you, well, that's it. You've got Regina Hall and Queen Latifah just screaming in horror, mm-hmm. and then you've got Tiffany Haddish just cackling, lo- mm. loving it, and then Jada Pinkett Smith just goes, "I don't find this amusing at all." Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's great. <laughs> it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that the high point of the movie is I'm maybe skipping ahead a little bit when Tiffany Haddish buys absinthe from somebody yes. on the street. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, that'll last you five years. And she's like, five months? Okay! <laughs> and to be honest, she probably gets through most of the bottle in that one night. She does. She, you see her pour it in like equal quarters into like four shot glasses. That's yeah, she it. pours it into, well, bigger glasses. It's yeah. actual drinks. Uh, yeah, drinks, yeah. She, she, but yeah, like she, she spikes the drinks, yeah. including the agent who has now shown up for reasons that I wasn't too sure on, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> the agent who has previously been given a talking to about, don't use colloquialisms, you know, yeah. like, girl, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. just don't do it. And the agent's just like, okay, sure. And leaving, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not getting that memo. No. She's... <laughs> excited to meet the Flossy Posse. You girls are going to be kicking all weekend. Okay. 
Liz. Yeah. And I say this out of love. Preach, girl. Mm. Please refrain from saying things like preach or go girl, bye Felicia, ratchet, or any other colloquialisms that you may have heard or looked up on Urban Dictionary. This weekend, over half a million black women of all sizes, shades, from all different socioeconomic backgrounds are descending on the Crescent City to celebrate black womanhood in all its glorious forms. You, my dear friend, are a guest. Act accordingly. I'm not even offended. You're the best. Oh. Mm. Have fun on your hashtag Black Girl Magic Weekend. Girl, bye. Yes, and so they all get... Uh... Well, they all drink all this absinthe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they realise what she's putting. No, no, she's just making. She's like giggling to herself while she's doing it. Like she's, yeah. just, she's just a joyful troublemaker, which I really enjoy. She's like, oh, this is going to yeah. be funny. They don't realise until suddenly they're all at the club, mm-hmm. and it's Tiffany Haddish, Queen Latifah, and Jada Pinkett Smith. They're all sat around a table, I believe, mm-hmm. while uh, Regina Hall and her agent have a very important meeting with a very important business meeting in a club. Y- yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, with somebody important who they're, producer, who they're, yeah. they're trying to make a lot of money off and increase that money quite significantly. Yes. Um, essentially get the deal that they get at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so the three girls that start together, they all start tripping out <laughs> quite significantly, which great effect at this point. Like suddenly when J.D. Pinkett Smith becomes really big and everything's really deep and mm-hmm. slow. But then she works it out like instantly. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that they knew. Well, she like, knew. Which, which makes me think... You've done this before, Jada. Oh, sure, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for a few years, but Mm. yeah, it's like, yeah. (laughs) No, this whole club scene was hysterical. Yeah, so they start tripping. Jada's like, wait, Tiffany Haddish, did you spike our drinks? And she's like, yeah, I did. (laughs) And she's like, well, if you spiked ours, then you spiked hers as well. And they're like, okay, we need to rescue her. And then it just gets... It just devolves. out of hand. Well, I can't... out of hand, because like... Was it Queen Latifah starts making out with a lamp? She full on fucks a lamp. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is fucking a lamp. Yeah, you, you see her like make eyes at this hot guy and then uh, this hot tall guy, mm-hmm. and then she starts making out with him, and it's like, oh, great, she's poor. And then it just like cuts to reality, and she's literally just fucking a lamp. Mm-hmm. It's again, it's just so ridiculous. Jada Pinkett so Smith sees her dream guy projected up against a wall and then gives him a blowjob. Well, she sees her children <laughs> first. That's yes. what's even weirder and funnier. She sees her children, <laughs> little kids, and she's like, they're like, you're having fun, mommy? Mm. I'm having fun, but you need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately they turn into this big black guy with a giant dick. Yeah. And yeah, she just starts sucking him off. Yeah. And she's actually just like licking this giant LED screen. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> and what's Tiffany Haddish doing at this She this just point? goes to the sunken place. Okay. From Get Out. Remember, yeah. she kind of like rises up and there's like stars and shit. And she's oh, like, yes, yes. <laughs> she's like, whoa. Yeah, so there's all that. And then yeah. they they kind of get back together, just kind of talk about it. And mm-hmm. they, like, they turn around, have a little bit of a huddle. And they're like, oh, we need to we need to go and rescue her. And then they hear a man's voice. It's like, rescue who? Mm-hmm. And they turn around and it's the husband. And, and, like, Cates, Cates, and, then, yeah. and then the camera zooms out and they're already at the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. fantastic. And yeah. then, of course, at the table, everybody's doing their own thing when uh, Regina Hall tries to drink a candle. No, no, to... she doesn't. It's the agent. No, Regina Hall tries to. Oh, yes. Then, uh, I'm just going to call him Luke Cage, mm-hmm. uh, stops her. Yeah. And then the agent's like, yeah, cheers! And then she actually drinks it and just yeah. like full on takes a swig of hot wax. Yeah, she, she must be so horribly burnt. Her entire throat <laughs> would just be like scarred. Like, she yeah. sound like Bonnie Tyler the next morning. Like, yeah, yeah. But I like, yeah, I liked that. So Regina Hall's like, 
also tripping, but like trying to hold it together a little bit. And mm. she's fantasizing. She's some poor waitress comes up to, to take their order, but she mm. in her in Regina Hall's head, it's Simone with a big ass. Oh, yeah. And so she starts abusing this poor random woman who mm. obviously doesn't deserve it. And then the agent, the white woman, is just like sat there, also hammered, but like seems quite calm about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But she's also completely aware of it. So she downs an entire candle and like mm-hmm. she's got like hot wax just like drying on her face. Mm. And she's like, oh, that drink tasted awful. It's so yeah. hot. <laughs> then she's like, put it on my card and just hands over a stiletto. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed her a lot. I thought she was great fun. I liked um, Queen Latifah finishing this bit by saying, I'll, 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 leave, I'll leave my husband to get the bill. Yeah. And just plonks a lamp down. <laughs> It's just so absurd. <laughs> I, I just couldn't stop laughing. But. Uh, yeah, so then they all go out, and from there, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith conveniently finds herself at a costume shop. Mm-hmm. Which... She's entranced by some wigs, which yes. I could very much relate to. Yeah. She's like, pretty hair. Pretty yeah. hair. And so then uh, they, they all decide to go out to this local club just to hide from mm-hmm. something. Well, from the paparazzi, I guess. From, okay. Well, because, yeah. you know, Regina Hall's a celebrity so mm. in, the, in the world of this film. Yeah. So she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm this wasted and people have already seen me. Let's go to like a really dark club, put on some wigs yes. where no one will recognise us. So yeah, they all put on sunglasses mm. and uh, different multicoloured wigs, mm-hmm. which, by the way, all looked flawless and seemed to be put on in zero time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you know, being a wig connoisseur myself, I know it takes sure. time to put on a wig properly. Indeed, yeah. Uh, They're professionals. It's not the first. It's not the only wig. It's not the first wig of the film, is it? No, it's really not. Um, Yeah, so they go into this club, have an amazing dance off, Mm -hmm. which I really, really thought they were going to do. And it's this always sunny reveal of like that's just in their heads. It really they're just rolling around on the floor. Yeah, yeah. but like no, it was genuinely really good dance off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, so that happens, and then they finish. They they won a dance off. They all go back to the bar. Then the girls who they had a dance off against. Which includes Simone, with the big ass. Oh, did it? I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, they come up and uh, confront them at the bar, uh, which breaks out into a fight. A very, very violent... This was like a scene from The Punisher. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Like, Queen Latifah is literally, like, slamming some woman's head against Mm -hmm. a bar multiple times. Like, Mm -hmm. some of these women are going to wake up either dead or with severe injuries. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I mean, it's so... Again, it's it's so fantastically ridiculous. Like, broken bottles and people jumping on each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so then the police show up, our main characters leave, leaving their wigs behind. Yeah. Uh, Speak to the police outside, just like, there's four crazy women with multicoloured wigs in there, get them! Uh, (laughs) The post-fight hair that they have as well. Again, this is more wigs, Mm. but not... Like, Jada Pinkett Smith in particular, her post-fight hair is... So big, isn't it? It's it's insane, I love it. And Regina Hall, just the way she kind of walks, like, trying to look very, like, everything's fine, everything's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. So the the physical comedy in this is second to nothing. Mm, right yeah, yeah. And so then they conveniently get picked up by Regina Hall's love interest. Yes, who's not particularly interesting in this film. No, no, not really. No, not. I mean, we've skipped way over. I don't know if we're doing these chronologically, but we've definitely skipped over one of the ultimate comic set pieces in this film, which happens a lot earlier on. Is that the zip wire? The zip wire, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that came in. That really, came a lot I really, I really jumped ahead for this one. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, the middle hour of this movie is just various drunken madness. So Absolutely, yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to all, you know, be chronological. But at a certain point, I think... Yeah, because it's when they're at the festival. Tiffany Haddish gets up on stage repeatedly. She flashes her breasts at him and mm-hmm. he pulls her up on stage and they're all having a great time. And then... Tiffany Haddish is like, oh, let's go to the club, let's go party. And mm. then Regina Hall's like, oh, no, I sh- I'm getting up in the morning, I've got work, I, I should go to bed, you know, because I've already seen you get on stage with Diddy. What's- what-, what could possibly top that? Mm. And just hard cuts to her screaming, drunken mess, like an entirely different person mm-hmm. on a zip line, just mm-hmm. like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. 
And then we get this hysterical ziplining sequence, which just keeps getting funnier. Yes. Yes, it really does. It's it's odd because, like, you see three of them go across this zipline, which is, by the way, very short. Yeah. It's like, what, four metres? It's, it's, it's the width of a normal street. Yeah. Well, I like that there's a little callback because early on, in the, very early in the film when they first get to New Orleans, they mm. see some like white kids doing it mm. and Queen Latifah just goes, Ugh, that is such white boy nonsense. Yeah. And then it cuts to like, I'm white boy drunk, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so the first one, I forget who. Regina Hall goes first and yep. she kind of does it and she, her, it's just her screams. Like, yeah. Just there's the screaming that she does, but she actually succeeds perfectly well. Mm-hmm. And then it's Queen Latifah who just does amazing physical comedy, like mm-hmm. you know, because she's obviously a bit bigger. Like it's just they had legs in the air and mm-hmm. just like <laughs> this giant red tracksuit being like dragged back up. And it's like, yep. And you think this and part so- possibly get any funnier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think she she lands on the person who's supposed to catch her at the end, yeah. like with her legs wrapped around his waist, and mm. she's she's loving it. Yeah, exactly. It's just fantastic. Yeah, and so the next is Trader Pinkett Smith who goes and because she's such a slight woman, she just stops halfway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> And uh, then she has a bit of an emergency where she really, really needs to go to the toilet mm-hmm. and tries to hold it in and there is essentially an explosion. I, I, I genuinely cried laughing because, I mean, I could see it coming. I was like, okay, so she's going to piss herself because, you know, she's had two kids. You know, mm-hmm. women can't really hold it in very well after after kids. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a thing. You mm-hmm. know, pelvic floor muscles, all that kind of stuff. But I thought it was going to be like... Uh, at which point, by the way... It has already been, uh, not shown, uh, said that she's not wearing any underpants. Oh, yeah. They... So, like, she's there in a short skirt, many people below her who can yeah. just see everything. Yeah. And there's plenty of people below her who are, who are there with their phones out, taking pictures and videos and stuff, which mm-hmm. is like, come on, guys. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, then she has her accident in which she mm-hmm. just sprays is the best word, really. Yeah. Not even sprays. It was... I thought there was going to be, like, a trickle. I thought that would be the joke. Like, mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith would just urinate like a human being mm-hmm. and she'd be like oh god this is so embarrassing it's it trickle on the heads it's too humiliating it is but instead she just explodes with urine mm. she just and it's I mean it's a it's like when you put your hose on the on, on, on the spray setting that's like a mist comes out yeah it's it's, it's kind of like it that. is it not was, a, it's decidedly not a mist Harry no no it's not it's not, it's not a mist but it's like a shower yeah, it's well. It's it's, it's like the build. It's, it's it's not a single stream. If you were standing below, no. it would be like it was raining heavily. It's an, like it's a me- it's a medical problem. Yeah, like, she has exploded. <laughs> her yeah, she just explodes with urine, and it's like a horse. It's like her vagina was a water balloon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and all the other characters are like, damn, how much did she drink? Like, yeah, because also just, like it's a lot as well. It is, and it keeps going, and it keeps going. Yeah, and then Tiffany Haddish obviously jumps, and she's like, your BFF stays at the rescue, and she kind of pushes jumps, her to the other side, put, uses herself to push the other side, and then she just pisses on everyone for fun. Yeah, but also with this explosion of yeah. liquid, like yeah, <laughs> it was quite mad. It was quite bad and it was disgusting, but I was um, doubled over laughing. Mm-hmm. When she, when Tiffany Haddish is like gleefully leaning backwards and it's still dripping out of her, it's just mm. like, it is so absurd and so gross. Mm-hmm. But ugh, it's, mm. <laughs> this um, film got its tone so right. Yeah, because it could have so easily been wrong. Yeah. I was thinking, like all those people down below, the ones who were filming Jada Pinkett Smith, yeah, they got what they deserved. Yeah. Um, the people who. We're in a three mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was going to say the people who got got by Tiffany Haddish, like they could they could sue. Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. But uh... <laughs> many many people could sue these women over the course of this film. Yes. Oh, shit. What? What happened? Why did I stop? What? 
Well, that was crazy. Um, yeah. What's next? They're, I think they're all the crazy party scenes. I think most of them. There's also a plot line with Jada Pinkett Smith, though. The other characters are really pressuring her to get laid on this holiday mm. because she hasn't had sex in a while mm-hmm. and you know she's quite uptight. So I think this will help her out. And so eventually she does manage to pull this guy who apparently has a giant, giant penis. Yes. Well, not, there's no apparently about it. We later see it. So yeah, yeah. it is a giant, giant penis. <laughs> and so she gets, she gets nervous and she can't do it because she's afraid it's too big and she won't be able to take it. And then we have the grapefruit discussion. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was a fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, go on. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I to explain it? Sure, go ahead. Uh, okay, so Tiffany Haddish explains to everybody that uh, to make a blowjob even better, you can grapefruit a guy, which mm-hmm. is where you cut the top and bottom of a grapefruit, cut a little hole in the middle of it, and uh, you know just put that on the penis like a ring. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the grapefruit does the bottom of the penis, you do the top. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, and it's supposed to be a really good blowjob. Yeah, that is. She demonstrates it. She does demonstrate it with a grapefruit and a banana. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like how she doesn't hold back. No, she uh, goes right in. Oh, it's so funny. It's hideous. This film succeeds on laughs per minute. Yeah, like the amount of big belly laughs this gave me <laughs> more than any film I've watched in a, a long, long time. Oh, great! Well, I'm glad I could entertain you. What you want to do is, you get a grapefruit, right? Okay. And you cut both ends off, mm-hmm. as so. Then you cut <clears throat> a hole in the middle, like this, like a nice little tunnel. And then you place that on his penis, like this. Oh. Okay? Like that. Oh. Right? Now you want to squeeze and twist and suck, so then it feels like he's getting fucked and sucked all at the same time. It's like this. Choke just a little bit, cause that make him feel like a man, like he killing your shit. Dude, this is a tickle in my throat. Now you never ever want to do this with a pineapple. I almost died. So, yeah, that is Ghost Trip. I had a good time with this film. Don't know if it's obvious. Oh, I know you did, John. I know you did. <laughs> thank you very much for bringing this... Well, not bringing it into my life. I knew it existed, but thank you for forcing me yeah. to actually watch this film. This one's been on my list for a, quite a while, yeah. and I, I, I knew it would be a good time. Yeah, yeah. You, you were not wrong. Mm. I'll definitely watch this one again. All right, so before we start pitching sequels, we need to do some drinking games. We do. This is a very fruitful film in that respect, because they yeah. are all hammered from start to... <laughs> like, from the about 15 minutes in to the pretty much the end of the film, mm. I would say all of the main characters are completely smashed. So are you saying drink what they drink? I mean, you would die. That would, that would kill you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Probably not Probably not a good idea. No. Okay. This could be a dangerous one that may kill you. Mm. Drink every time someone refers to the flossy posse. Great, Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, very good. That's at least 15 shots. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, drink whenever anybody talks about a penis. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not all that. What do you drink if you see a penis? Uh, double. Double drink? Or, double down, drink when, or down your drink? Maybe? Down your drink when you see a penis, yeah. that's good, yeah. Like that. I mean, there's only two, I believe. Yeah, I think there's only two. There's only two full frontals and the rest is... There's some, there's some implied moments as well. Yeah. Like, obviously, when J.D. Pinkett-Smith is hallucinating and stuff, mm-hmm. so... Sure. Okay. Drink every time Tiffany Haddish's character causes a scene. Yes. <laughs> yes, totally. Double um, drink if it involves physical violence. I was going to say drink any time Tiffany Haddish talks about bumholes. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> like, I love that time when she starts just threatening Luke Cage and it's all about his bumhole. <laughs> it, is, it is a long monologue about all the different things she's going to do to his bumhole. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and everybody else's reaction towards her, they're just like, what just, are you talking about? <laughs> like, we get it, but like... Mm? You've gone too far, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I don't know why, but just her line reading early on when she's kind of just like messing with J.D. Pinkett Smith at the airport, she's like, I got drugs in my booty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, the drugs never come up again. No, no, no. Well, I, mean, I hope it, they do at some point. <laughs> or for down. Yeah. True. I think it's probably to be implied that mm. she's, you know, partaken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That was it me. Oh, drink for concert scenes. Sure. Because yeah. I do think at least a third of this movie is just footage of various R&B stars singing the <laughs> hits. Like, that's mm. how you could turn half an hour off this movie. Totally, yeah. 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 I mean, it's fun, but... yeah. yeah. Um, drink whenever Jada Pinkett Smith mentions her children. Mm-hmm. Double drink if she uses them or being a mother as an excuse. Very good, yeah. And then triple drink if she inevitably does the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot in this film. Yeah. <laughs> drink every time a character changes their hair mm-hmm. or their hairstyle. I've got a drink fl- for a wig. Flips a wig, yeah. Mm. Like in film wigs or just wig wigs? Because. They're always wearing some kind of wig. Mm. I say, say in film wigs, but Queen yeah. Latifah, she... Queen Latifah's hair in this film went on such a journey, it and did, I didn't loved it? every second of yeah. it. Like, she had the crazy 90s braids at the start, that she mm-hmm. had like this weird updo, and it was... Mm. She, yeah, she, she had fabulous hair. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was like so long, it was like down to her back. She had a perm at one point as yeah, well. She did, yeah. She, she really had everything. Yeah. <laughs> Drink for any photos or videos. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, hashtags, lots of Instagram. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I drink for threats of serious violence. Sure, yes, definitely. Or drink for broken bottles, which come up a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. A lot of default, a lot of, like, not even just Tiffany Haddish. It seems like the default for anyone who's in a, a pissed off this film is to just smash a beer bottle and just wield it in front of mm. someone. Like, <laughs> it was intimidating. Yeah, okay. So, um, any more? Uh, I think they're all of mine, actually. Have you got any more? No, no, I'm all done. Okay. okay. Uh, so, listeners, just want to let you know, if you've enjoyed this episode or any other episodes, or if you're one of those people who just listens to, to a lot of episodes quite silently without doing anything, mm. the least you can do is give us a little review on iTunes or something. But sure, if you want, yeah. But the most you can do, mm. which is even even better, of course, is to go to patreon.com slash set mm. where you can uh, subscribe to us for as much or as little as you like and get a few bonus features. The money... I was going to say it goes directly into our pockets. I mean, it doesn't. It indirectly does. It goes directly into your PayPal, which at some point we'll figure out something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it uh, you know buys a new microphones every now and then. I mean, mm-hmm. it pays for our cinema, yeah. which is great, which then leads into uh, the main feature that you get as a Patreon. You get to hear our bonus show, Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where we, we review a lot of cinema releases. Mm-hmm. I think we're about to do Rocket Man after this, maybe. I mean, Possibly. That, and that, one, that one's very late, but there's reasons behind that. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go into the cinema... 
um, tonight to see Midsummer. Oh, that's going to be a right which, good show. Which is my end game for the year. Like, sure it is. Now that Mars been and gone, it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah. from the guy who made Hereditary, which was a great time for me and for you. I think we both appreciate. <laughs> oh yeah, it, so definitely. Yeah, I have high, high hopes for Midsummer. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's that. Also, every patron once a month gets to have a thirty second ad slot on the main show. You can mm-hmm. advertise anything you want. It could be your own podcast, your own business, somebody else's podcast or business, whatever you want to talk about. Really. Yeah. And then also, once a month, we have a Patreon episode on the show. I think that was last week. Yes, yeah, so we had a lovely man named Lee Agnew come on from the Connected Hearts podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he brought us a great film that I'd never seen before called Chronicle. Yeah. Which was... I very much enjoyed. So that was a fun episode. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely a good time. So you can pick a film, any film you want, as long as it doesn't have sequels. Or we haven't done it already. Yeah. Um, and then you are invited to come on the show if you want. You don't have to. We can do the film without you if you like. Mm-hmm. But you can come on in person or, or over Skype. Whatever works for you. So all that is available at patreon.com slash set. Indeed. I love to listen to podcasts on my journeys to and from work. Are there any you can recommend? Well, actually, Chris, funny you should ask. There's one I'd love to listen to that's called Ask Karen. I turned left and went in the shop next door. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did. And it was, I was going to Specsavers. Literally should have gone to Specsavers. I'm guessing I can find it just by searching Ask Karen on any good podcast app. Yes, that's right, Chris. So join me and Karen on our potentially award-winning podcast, Ask Karen. Now, to get to the sequels, I believe it's your turn to go first. I do go first. Okay. So... I've gone for a pretty straightforward sequel idea this week. Okay. Not Nothing too conceptual, because I just think... Uh, I'm sure I it's... hope you've not done what I've done. Well, let's find out. I feel like there will inevitably at some point be a sequel to this film, because mm-hmm. they made a lot of money. Apparently, they all want to do it, but they've not managed to agree on a script yet. Okay. So I'm going to suggest one. Um, <laughs> I did find this... One are you going to the... tweet them when this episode comes out? Sure, yeah. Hmm. We can make some money here. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a fairly straightforward sequel idea, because really, what do you want from this? More, more of these characters. Mm. I did, one problem I had, I don't know if you've had the same problem, or maybe you've just decided to just go with it. It's very hard to write, as a 33-year-old white English guy, it's kind of hard to write a sequel to this without feeling like you are the Kate Walsh character. Mm. No, the agent who, like, yeah. So I'm not doing any dialogue here. I'm not going to do any impersonations of any races that are not my own. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you an outline of what I think the plot is going to be. Cool. What decision you've made, I'll leave up to your Cool. Well, you've not done the same thing as me, then. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> good times. So, yeah, Girls Trip 2 yeah. is set a couple of years after the first one. Not a huge amount of time. Yeah. So, Ryan, the uh, Regina Hall character, mm-hmm. has now divorced Stuart, Mike Coulter, mm-hmm. and she now hosts a successful talk show mm-hmm. with Sasha, the Queen Latifah character, mm-hmm. working behind the scenes as her head writer. Great. So, you know, they've got a healthy collaboration going and their friendship is rebuilt. Yeah. The film opens with her coming off set and going for a romantic meal with Julian, who was her not very interesting love interest in mm-hmm. the first film. Yeah. The musician. Anyway, they've been dating probably since she split up from her husband. Mm-hmm. So probably about a year or so, maybe more. And he surprises her at this romantic date with a proposal, which she instantly accepts, you know, mm-hmm. very happily. And obviously the first thing she has to do is call up the rest of the girls and tell them the good news. Mm. So cue lots of screaming and jokes about nailing down that dick and all that kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know classic girls so then she has to start planning her wedding and of course the girls they have to start planning the hen party nice yeah yep. do americans call it a hen party no they call it a bachelorette party. a bachelorette so the bachelorette party basically mm-hmm. yes in other words it's time for a flossy posse reunion in mm-hmm. girls trip Two: viva las vegas great have you done a vegas thing mm-hmm. maybe okay we'll see uh so the girls reunite and they fly out to vegas where of course they get tremendously drunk straight mm-hmm. away 
It's a longer flight to, to Vegas than it was to New Orleans, and they experience some fairly extreme turbulence on the way, mm-hmm. which causes Lisa, the Jada Pinkett Smith character, to start to have a bit of a panic attack. So the other girls all kind of gather around and try and calm her down, and they all have their own individual ideas for how she should handle this stress. Mm. So Ryan gives her a couple of Xanax pills. Sasha tells her to drink a shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And Dina gives her some spiked cookies that she smuggled on board. Great. Lisa, in her panic, takes all, all of these things at the same time. Mm. And then we cut to them in the Vegas airport, just physically carrying her off the plane. She's just <laughs> fully fully unconscious. Yeah. So just a bit of physical comedy there, I think, will be good. Mm-hmm. Sure. They check into their hotel in Vegas, and they hit the town. And obviously, one of the first things they do is uh, they hit the casino, where Sasha, Queen Latifah, surprises everyone by placing some very high-stakes bets and winning over Mm $50,000. So the girls are kind of surprised, but, you know, excited about this. Mm -hmm. So then they have to suspend their winnings. And uh, it turns out that Dina, the Tiffany Haddish character, she's the one who suggested that they go to Vegas. Mm. And it turns out this is because she wants to live her dream, her lifelong dream, of seeing Celine Dion live in concert. (laughs) And the other other one... Is this her lifelong dream? Well, that's the thing. No, that's the thing. I thought it'd be really funny if she had, like, really square white music taste. Right. Like, because sure. obviously she's, she's not that character. Yeah. So that that's that, that's the joke, basically. Like, mm-hmm. all the other girls are going to be kind of a little bit surprised. They'll be like, wouldn't you rather see Tony Braxton or Boys to Men? I think they've got concerts here too. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, no, man. Celine, Celine's the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just loves Celine. So she drags them all along to the Celine Dion show. And I just really, I fell in love with the idea of like this shot of like Celine Dion singing My Heart Will Go On. And like Tiffany Haddish just fully sobbing, just fully <laughs> sobbing, but also sobbing and flashing her breast. Like just, just doing both at the same time. Like. Yeah, sure. So they go to the Celine Dion concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other girls are obviously bored as shit. They're not big Celine fans. So they decide that when, once they get out of the concert, they need to celebrate Sasha's casino victory by getting thoroughly white girl wasted, mm-hmm. which they proceed to do. Great. Mm-hmm. While they're partying, Ryan catches the eye of a cute younger guy who's going to be played by Donald Glover, mm-hmm. standard go-to. Sure. They flirt a little bit, and he reveals that he's also out on his bachelor party because he's due to get married in a week's time. Mm. So the other girls put a lot of pressure on Ryan to have one last fling because mm-hmm. he's getting married as well. There's no strings. You know, what, what could go wrong? You know, she's about to get married. It's, you know, yeah, might as well just, you know, have one last wild fling. Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah. So cute, a uh, big heavy drinking and partying montage, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe there's some spiking going on from Tiffany Haddish, you know, mm-hmm. standard practice. And of course, she wakes up the next morning in bed next to him. And then she see, looks up a video on her iPhone of the two of them being married by an Elvis impersonator in a chapel. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so obviously they're both going to freak out because they've both got other, you know, fiancés. Mm-hmm. They freak out and agree that they need to get this annoyed ASAP. Mm-hmm. And this is also why I cast on a glove, and only because he's like, you know, a bit younger than Regina Hall is and, mm-hmm. you know, would be good for this role. He, he does very good freakouts. Yeah. So I'm imagining the scene of those two both, like, oh, when they... I've re- seen him do a good freakout for a long time. Not since Community, really, no. Mm. But yeah, I'd like to see a classic Donald Glover freakout mm-hmm. and, and Regina Hall also freaking out mm. when they both hungoverly realise that they've got married on a whim. So they both obviously need to get this annulled straight away mm. so they can have their actual weddings. Yeah. Uh, so they're trying to sort that out. Meanwhile, the other girls wake up, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Tiffany Haddish, Dina and Lisa, and they realise that Sasha has actually gone missing. Mm. They don't remember what happened to her at the end of the night. So they go looking for her all over Vegas, and they eventually find her. They find out that she's been up all night playing a high-stakes illegal poker game with some very dodgy characters. Mm -hmm. And they arrive just in time to watch her lose everything, more than double what she originally won. Great. So she's lost a huge amount of money. Because she can't pay up what she owes to the table, she finds herself under threat from these shady gangsters. Mm. 
obviously, Dina isn't remotely intimidated, and she immediately starts picking a fight. <laughs> Probably breaks the bottle. Yeah, of course. Come at me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's just going to hard cut to all three of them tied up in a basement. Brilliant. Being held captive by these gangsters who are like wielding knives at them and like threatening them, mm-hmm. um, demanding their money, de- demanding the money that Sasha now owes them from this mm-hmm. game that she's lost horribly. So eventually they're forced to call Ryan, who wasn't with them at the time, who's just finished speaking to her lawyers and has been told that it'll take at least three months to, to process an annulment. So she's fucked, which is going to put her marriage to Julian in serious jeopardy. Mm-hmm. So she's very highly stressed already, but then she gets this call and she reluctantly goes down to the girls and bails them out. Because, mm. you know, she's a TV star. She's super rich. Yeah, she's got the money. So, yeah, so she bails them out, but obviously she's very angry about this and she's already in a stressful situation. Mm. So that leads to her and Sasha getting into a huge fight about how Sasha could possibly be so irresponsible and why would she do this? And then they end up having a, much like the first film, they have a huge falling out and they kind of storm off in opposite directions. So that leaves Lisa and Dina needing to figure out a way to kind of bring them all back together and kind of salvage this disastrous bachelorette weekend. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they go separately and, you know, drag the, two, the other two together for what was supposed to be the final surprise of the weekend, mm-hmm. which is a ride on the high roller, which is, I don't know if you've heard of this, the high roller is the world's largest Ferris wheel, the world's tallest Ferris wheel. Sure. It's over 550 feet tall. Sure. And it takes a full half hour to do a full circle. Okay. It's much bigger than even the London Eye. Mm-hmm. And it is in Las Vegas. So mm. I looked this up. So I thought that'd be a fun thing for them to do. Sure. So they get into this uh, <laughs> giant Ferris wheel, the high roller. Yeah. And they're riding the wheel, which as I mentioned is like 550 feet in the air. And they're all getting very, very drunk. But Sasha and Ryan just won't talk to each other. They're just giving each other the absolute silent treatment. Mm-hmm. And so by the time they've got to the top of the Ferris wheel, there's been no breakthrough. They're still just refusing to speak to each other. So Dina gets very frustrated and impulsively pulls an emergency switch mm. to stop the Ferris wheel, to force them to kind of talk to each other. <laughs> Unfortunately, she accidentally creates a short circuit that breaks the ride entirely, Great. leaving them stranded up there for several hours while rescue crews try to figure out how they can get them out. Brilliant. Uh, so finally, after many, many hours and lots and lots of drinking, Sasha finally has a, a bit of a breakdown. And she admits to Ryan that she's been struggling for years with a major gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what caused her to go bankrupt in the first place in the original film. Makes sense. Yeah. This has been her secret shame. Mm. And Ryan asks her why she didn't say anything. And she admits that she was too scared of letting her down again after the argument they had in the first film about the whole paparazzi situation. Mm-hmm. So it's a big breakthrough. They both kind of, you know, apologize to each other. They hug it out. They cry. They're best friends again. It's all great. Yeah. And Ryan promises to help Sasha to get the support that she needs you know, some kind of 12-step program or something when they get back to LA after this whole, the whole bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's all happy endings for them all. Uh, and then, so they've all resolved their issues just in time for some very attractive firefighters to kind of knock on their booth with, of course, zip wires to kind of <laughs> to bring them back down to the ground. Mm-hmm. So then we're going to have a very funny scene of them all being carried by these hot firemen down a huge zip wire to the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, um, obviously, there's going to be lots of screaming. <laughs> and yeah, it gets them back down to the ground. So we're going to cut to a few days later back in LA, where Ryan's going to be forced to confess her accidental marriage to Julian, mm-hmm. who forgives her. And they decide, rather than to cancel the wedding, which they've already planned, mm. they decide to change it into a non-legally binding commitment ceremony while they wait for their annulment to come through. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have a proper ceremony, you know, whenever they've got time. But yeah. this is going to be their big wedding day. They're not going to change it. So mm. it's a happy ending. So they do that. They have this lovely big celebrity service. The officiating minister is Oprah Winfrey. You, know, right. you, you need a big celebrity cameo, I think. Yeah. Uh, and all three of the remaining women are bridesmaids. And the film ends with Ryan throwing her bouquet over her shoulder. Mm. And the other three getting into a massive punch-up over who gets to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of Girls Trip 2. Viva Las Vegas. 
Oh, very good. Mm, I quite like that one. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty good, yeah. Right, well, that's, that's kind of where my ideas started. Okay, but, but we uh, diverged, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I've only written, like, maybe the first half of mine. I'm just hoping that we kind of riff on the end of it. Sure, yeah. Like, I was planning on that riffing kind of being to go to Vegas. But uh, well. it doesn't need to. So, it's a few years later. Regina and Latifa, their talk shows really kicked off. Mm-hmm. Working out very well. Two of them are living in Beverly Hills. Okay, nice, yeah. Uh, Regina's living with her boyfriend, Justin, and Latifa lives alone. So that's the same guy I, I cooked up with, mm. the, the musician from the first film. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I knew he was a musician. Yeah. I was going to put that, but I wasn't sure. Okay, so then back on the uh, on, on the East Coast, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is at home mothering her kids, mm-hmm. uh, while Tiffany Haddish is lodging with her while she looks for a job. Okay. Tiffany and Jada have been really struggling. Tiffany's been struggling to hold a job for longer than a few weeks. Shocking. Mm. Shocking <laughs> that she would get a job at all. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe the first thing we see of her is her in an interview. Mm-hmm. Just like trying her best to get the job and then really insulting everybody. I'd really like it because you never actually see her doing her job. You see her mm-hmm. obviously freak out at that guy. I'd like it if it turned out she's actually like very professional, <laughs> but just she has a short fuse. I'd like it if she was actually very good at something. I don't yeah. know what the job would be, but I'd like it if she was like she's an excellent coder or something, like you know, a sure. programmer. Like. Sure, yeah. I'd like to see that, but then obviously she always keeps getting into fights and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. causing her problems. Jada, on the other hand, she's uh, suffering from stress-induced depression. Mm. Oh, no. She's having a pretty tough time. And so the two of them decide they need a holiday. Yeah. They call up uh, their best friends, Regina and Latifa, mm-hmm. and ask if they will come on holiday with them and take a break. Mm-hmm. Those two actually decline because they have a show which they need to do every single oh, week. Oh, yeah, sure. mm-hmm. um, They can't just get up and leave their lives like that. Like, no. they have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So they hang up. Jada says to Tiffany, fuck it. If they won't come and see us, we'll go and see them. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. So, cut to two days later, or a few days later, uh, Regina and Latifah, they're just finishing their show. The crowd applause, the lights go down, the director from somewhere shouts that they're off the air. Uh, they both start getting ready to leave and exit out the stage door. The moment they step outside, they get bags put over their heads and they get sprayed with gas to knock them out. <laughs> cut to black. <laughs> so, Tiffany Haddish and Jada Pinkett Smith have gassed and kidnapped the other two. The next morning, <laughs> they wake up in the back of an RV, or large camper van, mm-hmm. The bags are removed from their head, and Tiffany Haddish shouts, Road trip, bitches! Classic Haddish. Yeah. <laughs> the title is Girls Road Trip. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, then I have a long bit here of conversation. Would you like to uh, take a couple of characters? Oh, I dread this, but sure. Okay, you be Regina and Jada. Okay, sure. Tiff, what the fuck is going... I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm yeah. not going to attempt to impersonate a black woman. No, That's no. It's not going to happen. Yeah, 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 me neither. Good. Tiff, what the fuck is going on? We've got the Flossy Posse back together for a road trip. And then Jada says... Sorry, Regina and Latifah. I was against all of this. Bitch, please. You bought the plane tickets and rented the RV. Yes, but I was strongly against the kidnapping. Who even brings chloroform with them on holiday anyway? Girl, you are the getaway driver. And then Latifah says... Am I Latifah? Okay. And then Latifah, I don't know. And then Latifah says, Jada, I thought you were above this sort of thing. You've got kids. Tiffany, I can't say I'm surprised with this behaviour. I know this isn't your first kidnapping, so good job. <laughs> Latifah, they kidnapped us. Uh, yes, and Tiff did a really good job. She, she wasn't always this good, you know. Guys, me and Latifah have a show to do. We can't go on a road trip. And then Tiffany Haddish says, your show is weekly. You've got a week. We have other commitments, you know. I have Julian at home wondering where I am. And then Jada says... Well, it's a bit late for that, ladies. Look. And so then we see out the front window as they drive over the Golden Gate Bridge into San Francisco. Okay. So they're already well on their road trip. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Message there. Uh, Regina says, fine, we'll have a quick road trip. 
but just so long as we're able to get back in time for the next show next Wednesday. So Tiffany says, hell yeah, I'll make sure we get back in time for your show. You can count on me. I like how you took most of the characters by the end of that. <laughs> yeah, well, you put your phone down. I thought you so, gave up. No, no. Also, I forgot who was who. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so long and short of it is they've been kidnapped and they're on a road trip and they've just gone to South San Francisco. Yeah. Pretty much, yes. Okay. Um, so what sort of things would you like to see these four getting up to on road trips? Okay, I think this So it was like... it was going to end up in Vegas where they all get really hungover and then have to do the show hungover. Sure, yeah. But uh, what happens first? What happens on the way? Uh, well, okay, I'm thinking this I could feel be like you're a road trip expert. I've not been on many, but I do like it. You've dreamt a lot. I've dreamt, I've, I've dreamt of a lot of road trips, yeah. yeah. Well, I think there should definitely be some, like, Thelma and Louise shenanigans happening, so... Or Priscilla, Queen of the Desert shenanigans. <laughs> so, I think there should definitely be... A, the car should break down in the middle of the desert somewhere. Definitely, yeah. And they'll need to be rescued by, I guess, some hot men. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah. Got, it's got to be a lot of hot men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, Tiffany Haddish is going to take full advantage of. I would say it's a stag do. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, they get rescued by a stag bus. By a bachelor party, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then they probably take them along on their stag do to like some city somewhere mm-hmm. where they all get completely drunk out. Tiffany Haddish spikes their drinks again. Yes. Maybe then they all wake up the next day having no memory of that night. Maybe this could be the bit in Vegas. Yeah. And they kind of do the hangover. Okay, sure. Yeah, where well, they just, need to figure out. Yeah. But that's just the part of the movie. That's not the movie. It's just mm-hmm. a bit. So then they find, you know, there's, you know, gambling debts and mm-hmm. uh, maybe there's a loose tiger somewhere or something a like that. A loose tiger? Have you not seen The Hangover? Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a bit random for me to say otherwise. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. I'd say that then they, they move, move on to somewhere else. I don't know if it's another city or maybe it's a, a small town where they stop for gas. There needs to be a dance-off. Yeah, I think they should at some point be on the run from the law. Oh, good shout, yeah. Maybe they get caught up in a like a, a bank... In like a, yeah, they stop for gas somewhere, like in some convenience store or some classic American, mm-hmm. you know, and then they get caught up in a in a stick-up, which isn't their fault. They're, mm. they're not the criminals. Maybe it is Tiffany Haddish's fault. Maybe she caused it. She wasn't, like, the criminal in, in, in the bit, but she was the provoker. Yes, I guess that's a good one, yeah. Maybe maybe she accidentally causes a, a standoff situation, mm. and they all end up on the run from the law. And then they have to, like, do a full-on police chase, and they, like, drive away. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that'll be fun. <laughs> I'm not sure how they get out of that. Um, uh, I would also like somebody to say, like, are we Thurman and Louise in this? And then somebody yes. else is like, No! Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. They att- that, that's a good idea. Yeah, they. Just... I've got kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they, <laughs> they they momentarily consider doing the whole film and the yeah. driving off a cliff. And they're, like, they're like, hell no, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> and they take another route and they're fine. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, okay, what else is good on road trips? I was okay. So here's a thing from that I was going to tie into mine, but then ended up dropping because it was too convoluted. But maybe mm-hmm. we can drop it into yours somewhere. I was initially planning to write a bit where they, in Vegas, well, it could be anywhere, they run into the cast of Bridesmaids. Okay, yeah. Even if it's just like a moment, it's not like a full crossover, it's like a moment when they run into another group of ladies who are also on a madcap adventure. Mm. And they just cross paths somewhere. Because mm-hmm. you've got like... Yeah, I like that. We'll have to do Bridesmaids at some point. But I would say in Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig plays the Regina Hall character, mm-hmm. and uh, Melissa McCarthy is definitely the Tiffany Haddish character, like the wild card. So Yeah. Yeah. So I think there could be something there. Sure. Yeah, maybe they works. go. Maybe they go to a bar, and yeah, maybe they have a dance off with the cast of bridesmaids. So they go to this bar and they're drinking. They, they, they decide, okay, we need to get some D. We need to get some dick. This is Tiffany Haddish, you know, speaking. Mm-hmm. Let's pull up at a random bar where there's loads of just drunk, horny guys, mm-hmm. and we'll just all 
take our pick. But when they get there, the cast of Bridesmaids are doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, there's only room for one female comedy grouping in this movie. Mm-hmm. So then they have a whole, whole dance-off. Because I think like the cast of Bridesmaids, again, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, could do a very good dance-off. Yes. Versus the cast of Bridesmaids. Versus the cast of Girls Trip. Yeah. And then, so they have a whole dance-off, and then it devolves into a massive bar fight. Yeah. Because I would love, to, wouldn't you love to see Tiffany Haddish and Melissa McCarthy, broken bottles, <laughs> going at it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that being oh, very God, fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. 100% see that. So, crossover event. Mm-hmm. But I think that should just be like a scene, not the whole movie. Just like a little bonus. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, essentially we're just stealing a couple ideas from different things. We've got Hangover, we got Bridesmaids. Yeah, I feel like a road I trip versus that, tits. That would be... totally work. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Mm. I just like to see these characters in classic movie situations and the road trip is a classic genre. So. Mm-hmm. And like, you could definitely throw in at least tracks to other road trip movies. Like maybe they drive past Priscilla Queen of the Desert or something. Yes. And yes. that's it. That's all. That's, well, they have to end up at a gay bar at some point. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, for reasons. Oh, I know. Okay. But Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't know what it is. Yeah, she, she's very straight-laced. Yeah. <laughs> so we mentioned earlier there's going to be a mistaken identity situation where they get... They're on the run from the law for like a stick up or something. Mm. So they're doing that and they're on the run from the law. And maybe then they need desperately need somewhere to hide out. Mm. And maybe they go and hide in a they don't realise until they pull in, but they pull in to go run into a club to kind of hide, like they do in the first film. But instead of it being like an R and B club, like where they can just have a dance off and wear wigs, it's a full blown like gay bar slash drag club. <laughs> like a big old nightclub. Mm-hmm. So they're like and they befriend some local drag queens. Maybe the cast of Priscilla. Maybe some RuPaul's Drag Race girls. Who knows? You know, just some, again, cameos. Sure. I mean, it's just the two things that drag, drag queens go in, isn't it? That's all there is. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking fun cameos. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the drag queens offer to help them out by putting them up in drags and making them dress as drag queens. Yeah. I think that would be very funny. And yeah. then they can do a routine. Cue another dance-off. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. Tiffany Haddish and the whole gang dressed as drag queens. Mm-hmm. Be who would be, who'd be the best? Hmm. I think Tiffany Haddish is so over the top already. She'd be a good drag queen. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah's quite physically, you know, she's a, she's a you know she's a large lady, so she would definitely have like that drag queen presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she'd be good. She would take no shit. Like, mm. They'd all be good. I think it'd be really fun to give them all drag queen makeovers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and Jada Pinkett Smith's like very much not into it at all, but then she like finds out she loves it. You know, she has a bit of an arc with it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would work really well. Yeah. Um, yes. Maybe one of them does the ping. Well, it's got to be Tiffany had a shot. It does the ping pong routine from Priscilla. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not going to be Jada, is it? No. Um, not after two kids. No. no. <laughs> Those days are gone. Uh, yeah, and so then from there, I was going to say that they do then go to Vegas. They have their wild night out, and well, you know, maybe maybe that'd be a good bit to sort of throw in the hangover plot. Sure, yeah. And then have the hangover plot crossing over with. Shit, it's Wednesday already. We lost track of time. We need to get back for the show. Mm-hmm. And it's a race back. Like, somebody's drunk and speeding at the wheel. Like, it's sure. all—it's a bad message. And they've got to get back to LA mm-hmm. to film this show. Mm-hmm. And they get back. And maybe Queen Latifah is the writer as opposed to either as a co-host. Either works, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you've got Regina Hall as the actual host. And they are really... so They're absolutely winging it. <laughs> they're um, hungover. They've got sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah de- definitely. Sun- like, large sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her wig is, isn't on straight anymore. <laughs> like, And can they be interviewing someone really important, like Michelle Obama or something? Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> it's a big show. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe that happens and, you know, get to the very end of the show and then uh, Regina Hall's like, Phew, finally. And then Michelle Obama leans over and just like, and 
I know what's I know what's going on. Like <laughs> I've been there, girl. Yeah. It was great fun that party we had last night, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like as, as a final twist, like they were yeah. actually partying with Michelle Obama. Oh, that'd be great. And then we can have like a post credit Michelle Obama having a dance yeah. off. Like. Yeah. I'm sure she'd be up for that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's not first lady anymore. She can let it all hang out. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that. That's a girls' road trip. Girls' road trip. Like it. Like mm. it. Yeah. Really, I'm, I'm happy to watch these characters do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, just put them in any film, classic film scenario. I am watching. Mm. So, yeah, definitely put them, put them in a horror movie, put them in a road trip, put them in a thriller, put them on a plane, put them anywhere I'm watching. So, mm. yeah, I think that was very good. I would look forward to watching that. Great stuff. All right. Okay, so listen submissions. Mm-hmm. The, the only one that I've got here is from Austin Cummins, who says, uh, so Captain America Civil War scenario. God. No, it's not that. But okay. it's, 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 it's where the girls' trip ladies and bad mums' ladies fight in a German airport. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, cross over with, with bad mums. I didn't think of that. That's yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, that works I can just see as that. well. Cool. Okay, I have a few more, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So Brian Vaughn said, two girls, two trips. Great. I think he's just doing the classic two this, two that. But I like the idea of maybe they get split into two pairs and go into separate trips. Uh, Yeah, that works, yeah. 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 Adam Bailey said a bachelorette party, which we both covered, called Girl Strip. Nice. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, Mike Carey said women's trip. I don't know what that means. I mean, they are all women. They're all middle-aged. But um, maybe it's their moms. (laughs) Like, same plot, roughly, but we find out what their moms are like. Angela Bassett could play one of their moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cicely Tyson. Whoopi Goldberg. Viola Davis. Whoopi, Go- Whoopi Goldberg would be perfect. Yeah, mm. she'd be a great Tiffany she, Haddish she'd, mom. She, yeah. She's Tiffany Haddish's mom. Yeah, Whoopi, Whoopi and... Um, Angela Bassett. Whoopi and Angela Bassett for sure. Yeah. And then there's got to be more. We'll find some more. Yeah. Oh, oh, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Yes. yes. Wanda Sykes <laughs> would be amazing as well. There moms. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Do that. I like that. Uh, Patrick Hamilton said, The Groupon Swamp Tour... Ooh. Yeah. Story, which is Tiffany Haddish's amazing story that she told about taking Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith on a Groupon tour mm-hmm. uh, on, on some chat show. Mm-hmm. No, Patrick Hamilton. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I should do that ages ago. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Hamilton says the Groupon Swamp Tour story is pretty much the best girls' trip sequel we're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've mm-hmm. watched that movie. Scott Hillman says Dana, the Tiffany Haddish character, takes the girls on a trip to Sicily, Italy where they accidentally get mixed up in some international gangland activities okay. between some African mercenaries and the Italian mob. And so hijinks ensue. So Very good. Yeah, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. I guess that's basically a girls' European trip, which could be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Brogy said, basically a remake of the movie Cliffhanger, but when they get to that scene on the poster, one of them pees. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sam Reader said, girls' trip to a field in England. So mm-hmm. I guess... The girls camping in England. Could be fun. Yeah. yeah. Again. Yeah. I'm imagining with Neil and I. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Mm. <laughs> Help. We've got on holiday by mistake. Oh my God. An all black female <laughs> version of with Neil and I. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, Josh Nolette said, four girls, a trip and a pizza place. Great. Yeah. Josh Kinsella said, I had an idea that they go to the fire festival. Do you remember that? It's the, from the documentary. <laughs> Over on Twitter, drinking with nerds at nerds underscore drinking mm. said, Watched this on New Year's... A few, oh, this is, more, this is more of a review, sorry. Watched this on New Year's Eve a few years ago. It was really funny, but we made a mistake by making it into a drinking game. Mm-mm. Welcome to our world, guys. <laughs> Every time they said Flossy Posse, we had to drink. Mm. We were smashed after the first third of the movie. Oh, dear. We approve. Uh, at Killer Rabbit Podcast, at Killer Rabbit Pod, said, I'll need to watch the first one first to get back to you, although I'm not sure I want to. Massive Tiffany Haddish fan, though, of course. Who isn't? I would say if you're a Tiffany Haddish fan, you do want to watch this movie. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's the thing that made her famous. So go watch it. Uh, at the cinema, guys said, when Dom and his crew go missing, they need to call the girls help to find them. Many hijinks ensue in this fuel-powered fun time called Fast and Furious Presents Girls Trip Endgame. Nice. It's a lot going on at once there. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that if the cast from the Fast and Furious, which I guess is Dom and co, Vin, Di- Vin Diesel plays Dom apparently. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that like, they get kidnapped or go missing and the people they call for help is just these random four women. Mm. I don't know why, but sure. I've also just thought of two franchises, I mean, they're very similar, that uh, would also benefit from having this cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Men in Black. Yes. And the other was Ghostbusters. Both would have worked better than what we actually got, definitely, mm. yeah. Hopefully one day, we'll see. And finally, Movie Geek and Proud, at MGNP Podcast, said, It's time to do another girl's trip before, this time, Tiffany Haddish's character is getting married. She's finally settling down, but not before the bachelorette party of this century. Mm-hmm. That would be quite a bachelorette party. Yes, it would. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I could see that one happening like a few films down there. That the line. could definitely be part of this franchise, which will inevitably be a franchise before long. Mm. Cool. So those are our listener submissions. Mm-hmm. If you have any sequel ideas for Girls Trip or any films we've done in the past, please let us know. We are Beyond the Box Set. You can find us at beyondtheboxset.com. Our podcast is available on all good podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, run it. If we're not on it, let us know and we will get on it. You can also contact us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search Beyond the Box Set or at Beyond the Box Set on Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Beyond the Box Set. And we have an official merchandise available at tpublic.com. Just search Beyond the Box Set. Great, okay. So um, I believe it's your choice next week. It is my choice next week. very much my choice and I'm staying proud with it. As you should. It was a great choice. So I've chosen something a little bit different this week. Mm -hmm. I've chosen a film that came out earlier this year Mm. that you were actually very excited to watch. It it came out around Oscar season Mm -hmm. and you were very excited for us to go watch it. But then it kind of just didn't happen. I mean, the film in general, it was kind of on the Oscar trying to remember the names. You know, Something to Marwin. Yes. So basically, you've, you've got it. We're going to do a film, which I've not seen either, but it sounds interesting. I know it got bad reviews, but it sounds like it's certainly an interesting concept. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'd be interested to see it. Mm-hmm. So we are going to do the Steve Carell movie, uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis, who also directed Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. a lot of really good creative films. Welcome to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin. Okay. We're going to finally find out whether it was any good or not. Sure. Yeah. So join us next week, listeners. For Welcome to Marwin. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks for listening. See you then. Thank you. See you there. Bye. Girl, bye.